0: This podcast from Teacher Magazine is supported by Victoria Teachers Mutual Bank. The Mutual Bank is proud to support the financial well-being and professional development of the education community. Visit victeach.com.au to find out how they can help you reach your financial goals. Thank you for downloading this episode of the Research Files podcast series, brought to you by Teacher Magazine. I'm Rebecca Vukovic. What kind of leader are you, and is your leadership style truly effective? After looking at the UK's performance in the 2012 Program for International Student Assessment Study and comparing it to other countries, Dr Alex Hill and his research team decided to find an answer to the question. Why does the UK still lag behind its peers, despite investing more than them? In the process of this research, the team studied over 400 leaders from schools in the UK, the results of which have been published in the Harvard Business Review. In doing so, the team identified that there are five different types of leaders – surgeons, soldiers, accountants, philosophers and architects. Dr Alex Hill, co-founder and director for the Centre for High Performance, joined me on the line from the UK. To discuss why they found that there are five different types of leaders, but only one type that is truly effective.
1: I mean, it was actually part of a uh, a big study um, looking at 160 academies, where we were given uh, remote access to their systems so that we could actually observe what they did and how they operated, and, and we worked with them for um, sort of seven to nine years. Um, and during that time, there was 400 and dif- 411 different leaders who led those schools. So, um, for this for this study, for looking specifically at leadership, we were able to look at 411 leaders, um, and then sort of unpick um, the actions they took, the beliefs that they had about why schools fail, how you improve them, and uh, the impact that they had, both whilst they were there, but also quite crucially. And what happened after they left.
2: Mm-hmm. And I also read in the study that you found leaders who talk a good game but have no impact, and leaders who make everything look great while they're there but everything falls apart when they leave, and leaders yeah. who could improve the school's long-term financial standing but exam results stayed the same. So I, I, as you said, in your study you found that there are five different types of leaders, but I was hoping you could tell me a little bit more about how you went about identifying these leadership styles.
1: So what we did is we looked at the actions that they took, and the, in the data set we had, we could see you know, month by month what they did. And um, we didn't realize at the time what was gonna be the most useful data, but when, it, when after we'd collated the data sets, and then we started to look at the patterns that were there, um, it became very clear that they made changes <laughs> In different ways so in particular they changed the number and type of students or they changed the number and type of support staff or they changed the number and type of teachers or they changed the costs and reduced the costs or they tried to grow the revenue mm-hmm. and um, they focused on different things and, and you could see from the data what they were focusing on and what they're prioritizing. Um, we then interviewed the leaders and said, um, why do you think schools fail? How do you think you can improve a school? And what's your role as a leader in helping on that journey? Um, you know, Are you there for the long term or do you see it as a quick fix? And then you pass the school on to somebody else to do the next step. Um, and um, so so it's the the actions, the beliefs, and then we looked at the impact that they had um which resulted from from the different actions and beliefs um and uh and we we looked at lots of different impacts, lots of different measures, but the ones again that became most useful for for identifying the different types of leaders were um what was the impact on exam results. Um, year by year when they were there, but also in the three years after they left, and what was the impact on budget surplus, so um, as a result of cost reductions or changes or, or revenue changes.
2: Yeah, and another thing that I found really interesting from the report was that you discovered that the most effective leaders were, in fact, the least well known, least rewarded, and least recognized. Yeah. Um, given that, I was hoping you could go into a little bit more detail now and tell me about the five types of leaders that you discovered.
1: So we we these sort of types emerged when we started to um, analyze the data at the end, um, and we found, as you say, five types, and we gave them names to try and help describe the actions they took and the beliefs they had. Um, So that I mean, ultimately we're trying to create a dialogue about leadership within schools that we can start to improve it. Um, So the first type we called surgeons, and they believe that schools fail because the students don't perform well enough. Um, And they are trying to make a quick fix. So they see their role as to uh, make a quick change, improve things, and then move on. Uh, and the way that they do that is they manage out the poor-performing students and make the rest that are still there work harder, move the best teachers to the final year, put on extra exam revision classes, etc. Um And exam results change dramatically whilst they're there, but after they leave, they go back to exactly where they were beforehand. Mm. So what it's showing is that they're not really changing things Um, they're just managing them differently and they have a short-term impact, but then as they go, it goes back to where they were. So that's surgeons. Soldiers, um, they think that schools fail because they are are spending too much money and that the solution is to cut costs. So they they trim back, they cut and trim, essentially. Um, Costs reduce whilst they're there, but again, like the surgeons, after they leave, costs bounce back to where they were before they um, arrived. Mm-hmm. Um, accountants um, believe that schools fail because they are too small, and that the way to improve them is to make them bigger and stronger, and they do that by increasing their revenue, and they are very good at looking at different ways to bring in resources, um, financial resources. So. They would, for example, look at offering gym memberships or conference facilities or um, even um, acquiring another school or, you know, um, attracting more students to the school. So so revenue increases dramatically whilst they're there and it continues to grow after they leave because actually they've made some quite fundamental changes. Uh, But the exam results don't change. Um, Philosophers. Um, They believe that schools fail because they're not teaching properly. Um, And they believe the way to improve the school is to actually start a debate and discussion about different ways to teach. Um, So they spend a lot of their time having dialogue and discussion with teachers. um, But they don't actually change much. Um, they, They believe that the dialogue and discussion will lead to change. Um, and that it's other people's responsibility to make those changes. Um, But they almost see themselves more as experienced teachers than leaders. Um, And finally, um, we have the architects. Um, They believe that schools fail because they're not serving the local community. Um, And they believe the way to improve the school is to actually engage with the local community, with parents and with organizations within that community. And then redesign the school um, so that it meets those needs and ultimately helps transform the community. Um, They focus a lot on um, parental engagements and also creating the right environment within the school. Um, And then they start to improve teaching, but that comes later on. Mm -hmm.
2: And it's true that you found that architects were the best kinds of leaders for turning around a failing school.
1: We found that in the long term, they had the most significant impact. But typically, you didn't see an improvement in exam results until the third year. So um, they spend the first two years laying the foundations. So things that you would see improve are, for example, student attendance and student behavior. Um, And we found that student attendance is is a pretty good indicator of parental engagement. But what you'll also find is that um, more parents will uh, come to Parents' Evening, Um, and um, so so you've got this engagement and support from the community Mm. that's starting to change, but the exam results don't actually shift until the third year. But um, they then continue to improve after they've left. Um, one of the things they also do, which the accountants do too, but they um, they create an all through school, so rather than because we focused on secondary schools um, so from the age of eleven up to uh, sixteen, uh, but one of the things that the architects will do is that they will um, combine with a primary school, so that they are teaching the the children for longer, and they are starting to uh, embed the right culture and the right practices and the right behaviour much earlier on. Um, The accountants do the same thing, but they're doing it for revenue. Uh, The architects are doing it to improve performance, Um, and again, uh, that does have a massive impact on performance, but there there is a delay, it doesn't happen straight away.
2: Yeah. And just listening now to you talking about the five different leaders, I was thinking that perhaps I didn't fit into any one particular category. So I was wondering, is it possible that we could be a combination of different types of leaders, perhaps a surgeon and, and an architect?
1: Um, you could be. I mean, uh, we actually have had um, emails from from people saying, I- I'm an architect, but I'm also quite handy with a knife. That was mm-hmm. the one that we received. Um, I think the question for me is, um, if you are cutting, why are you cutting? And are you cutting simply to make this year's exam results look good? Or are you cutting because um, there's, you, you're trying to create a culture change for the long term? Um, or you're cutting um, to try and improve behaviour? um i mean, definitely the architects do um change students but it's a much smaller percentage and it is about behavior it's about demonstrating to the rest of the school and the rest of the students um what isn't good behavior or or what kind of culture we want equally and they will change staff and they will change teachers um but it's about improving the capability of the school um, or it might be that um, they realize that the school is too large for its community and, and it needs to be reduced. So um, it's about what's the right long-term um, school for its community and it might be you need to make some cuts along the way to achieve that. Um, the surgeons will just make the cuts and then they'll go. So um, they won't actually then move on to investing and developing. It's simply making a cut and then leaving. And equally, the soldiers will just cut costs, but they then won't um, start to develop capabilities from there.
2: Yeah. And on a more practical level, for a school leader who's listening to this podcast right now, what could they do to become more like an architect in their own school setting?
1: Well, I think... Um, we, we found that um, the school that is right for its community does vary depending on the community. So some obvious differences uh, within our study were um, an inner-city school or an urban school compared with a rural school or a coastal school. Um, and they uh, it's very different. Uh, improving an urban school versus say a coastal school or rural school um, in terms of um, it's very diff- diff- very different attracting talents attracting good teachers is much harder in a rural community. Um, the, um, the kind of community you're serving is very different too. Um, they're much often much more transient in an urban community and they will change. as a school starts to improve, the community around it will actually start to change, whereas in a rural rural or a coastal one, um, it's quite fixed and it won't change. Um, So the big thing, really, is to say, engage your local community with them and say, what is the right school for this community? Because it will be different. And... um, And you need to do that first. You need to engage with them. You need to get the support from them. And then it's thinking about, okay, uh, how do I create the right environment within the school? Um, A big mistake of a lot of um, heads is trying to improve teaching straight away. Um, You need to create the right environment first. You can't just expect your teachers to sort out your problems for you. Um, you can't expect them to manage behavior and you can't expect them to, to teach when they've still got a lot of administrative tasks. So you need to think about how do I manage behavior as a leader and create the right culture within the school and how do I streamline admin and so my teachers can then get on and do a great job. Um, so I think the, the, the three main steps, uh, engage the community. Um, create the right environment in the school, the right behavior, the right culture, and then start to improve teaching um and if you if you do that, then um exam results will start to improve and they will continue to improve in the future um i think I think you know we we're focusing quite heavily in this study on exam results because previous studies have found the link between um test scores or um, exam results and uh, the the gross domestic product of an economy or the vitality of a um, a country's society. But again, something that architects do is that they find the right path for every student. So in the way they engage with the community, they will also look at what are the opportunities for the children after they leave school. Where can they go? What can they do? so they're thinking about the, um, the impact that the, their kids are going to have in society in the long term, um, not just necessarily the exam results they're going to get today, but they realize that ultimately if they, if they perform better at school academically, they will have more opportunities in the future.
2: Yeah, fantastic. Well, Dr. Alex Hill, thanks for sharing
0: your work with the Research Files. You've been listening to an episode of The Research Files, supported by Victoria Teachers Mutual Bank. The Mutual Bank is proud to support the financial wellbeing and professional development of the education community. Visit victeach.com.au to find out more information. To keep listening or to download all of our podcasts for free, visit acer.ac forward slash teacher iTunes or www.soundcloud.com forward slash teacher hyphen acer to find out more about the research discussed in this podcast and to access the latest articles videos and infographics visit www.teachermagazine.com.au